0: Annoyed. Okay, Katie, say something.
1: Say something I'm giving up on you. Oh
0: my god.
1: I'm sorry wait, those aren't the words. <laughs>
0: Okay, so we are back with Katie. The fan favorite, if you the, will. Oh, my God. And she has an update on her um, haunted apartment. So let's hear so it. So that clown painting that Taylor talked so much shit about. That heinous, heinous clown painting. That's really offensive, but okay. I'm just saying.
1: Um, The ghost that she liked to talk shit about was not... I, no,
0: no, let me... I'm not talking shit about the ghost. I'm talking shit about that painting.
1: We all have different memories, Taylor. But, um...
0: Thank uh, God we recorded it, hmm. and don't rely on memories. Memory, all alone <laughs> in the moonlight. <laughs> <Like>, okay, <laughs> anyway. so tell me about it. <laughs>
1: Fucking love Android Lloyd Webber. Anyway, um, so I I spoke to um a, a local uh, witchy lady, and so the ghost is not attached to the painting, but instead is attached to me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs>
1: She was like, "Do you live with a boy?" And I was like, "Yes." Oh my She's god! Like, I feel like um, it might be specifically draining him. <gasps> and I was like, "Odd, <laughs> weird." But um, so basically, apparently my aura is just like really bright and like really attracts like lost spirits, like whatever. Oh like god. I guess I'm great, whatever. Um, so when I go to thrift stores and I like stupidly, I'm like, "That's calling my name. I should buy it." Oh, so you admit
0: it's stupid. No, I'll play that uh, back it for it the listeners. Okay, she said, spine. "Stupid." You heard it here, folks.
1: But um, so yeah, the ghost just latched on to me, like the spirit did. Um, it is now in my home, but I'm okay with it.
0: Does she know what kind of like? Is it a? a it's kid? a
1: male. Um, and but I he told me not to ask any questions when I spoke to it. <gasps> I sound insane.
0: So it was like, I'm a man. Don't ask questions. Well, it that's was what men sound like, it right? Was
1: yes or no questions.
0: What? Oh. Okay, I love so that he our doesn't have a microphone and is still so talking. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Levi, Levi is here. Um he's our number one and likely only fan. Shout out to Levi. Shout he's out also to Levi, my roommate, the
1: one that I attached to ghosts to leech off his spirits. <laughs> Oops.
0: So yeah, so anyway, so Levi is here. So this is technically this is our first live recording.
1: <gasps> it's like Nickelodeon in the
0: 90s. Um do you know okay, what I mean? yeah, okay, all right, so it is it is June and June is pride
1: month so last week I um I drank a lot of wine and this week I thought let's step it up and just drink liquor <laughs> <laughs> so
0: liquor is quicker and it is <laughs> it is <laughs> Katie poured half a glass of Malibu rum she's had one and a half drinks and she is gone, okay, but in all fairness. Half of this large glass was just the rum. No, yeah, absolutely. But still, it was a lot of rum. Okay, so it's Pride Month. Yay, gays! Um, Yay, gays! So today we're recording on, um, it's June 12th. This podcast won't go out until next week. But it is the third anniversary of the shooting at Pulse. So just want to take a moment to remember those that lost their lives. In the nightclub, and those that worked first responding to the nightclub. So, for all the families and the friends of those, our hearts go out to you, and our thoughts are with you. So, now to the funny stuff. Um, it is Pride Month, so I thought that since it was Pride Month, we would do some gay serial killers.
1: And as a gay, <laughs> I was like, is this the best... Message for Pride Month? Yes. St- uh, but then also, like, you know,
0: it's I fine. said yes because it shows that the gays are crazy like the straights.
1: That's fair.
0: Yeah, but we're all crazy. My only we're all th- crazy, my and we all just want to live our like, lives. Katie,
1: my only like um hesitance came from because you know I'm gonna burp. Anyway, um, please class. don't keep that in.
0: It's called class. Look it up. She's
1: way. a lady. Anyway, um, my only hesitation came from a lot of um Republican Christians um like to use the argument that like the gays are immoral. Oh no, and let's like be clear,
0: they're not murderers because they're gay. They're murderers because they're crazy. And we
1: like them because they're gay.
0: That's we don't like them because they're crazy. We like them because what? We don't like them at all.
1: I don't know. Mine's a l- She's kind of a queen. In a not a good way.
0: <laughs> mine, is n- mine is. Mine is. Um not a cool person. Okay, so let's get this nightmare started. That's me singing the theme song. Okay, so Patrick Carney, he was born on September twenty fourth in nineteen thirty nine in East LA, California. So he's a Libra. So um he was sometimes known as the freeway killer, one of like three freeway killers. And he was considered one of the most prolific serial killers claiming 43 victims between the ages of 5 and 28. Yeah. He was active between 1965 and 1977. He was the oldest of three sons, and it says that he had a reasonably stable family life, but I don't know about that. But it says he did, so, I mean, Wikipedia obviously knows what it's talking about. So Wikipedia has the facts. So even though his family life was reasonably stable, he was a thin and sickly child, so he was the target of bullies. Fuck some bullies. It's all your fault. And as a teen, and here we go, as a teen he was withdrawn and fantasized about killing people. I mean, who didn't? Who didn't? So he got married, and he was divorced, and then he moved from Texas back to California. I don't know why Katie's laughing. She's I just wanted to say Texas, and then I was like, I'm not gonna say that, and then I started laughing, and then you brought it up. Here we are, Texas. (gasps) So yeah, he moved from Texas back to California. He was a prolific gay pickup artist. Prolific gay pickup artist. Honestly, goals, goals, and um, he found most of his booze in San Diego and Tijuana, Mexico. Because he was fluent in Spanish and he was super interested and knowledgeable in the Latin culture, so he used it to bring all the boys to his yard. <laughs> I was gonna sing a rendition of Milkshake, but be like, I'm not even gonna do it, but I was, it just my Spanish brings, brings all the boys, boys to the I yard. Was, and they're that's like, so much better. I was gonna be like, Oh, okay, tall, they're like, Oh, <laughs> mine was not gonna be that good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, My dense knowledge of Latin culture brings all th- Anyway.
0: <laughs> no no thank oh god she's so drunk um i've got to get through mine fast before she just is asleep on the carpet <laughs> i'm sober oh she is mom not. i'm okay oh no she's not so um he claims to have killed his first victim around 1962 it was a hitchhiker that he picked up in orange california he convinced the 19 year old To ride with him on his motorcycle. I mean, I I get it. Like, I get it. (laughs) Okay, like, let me ride your your motorcycle, daddy. We both said daddy. We did both say daddy. I do, too. Okay, so, Kearney took uh, the hitchhiker to a secluded area where he shot him and then sexually assaulted his body. His dead body, let me clarify. So, that's less funny. Yeah. His second victim was the cousin of his first victim who watched Kearney drive away with his cousin. So, I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. Like Probably thinking, dead ass though. Dad ass doe. But, I mean, like, you watched him drive away with your cousin. Your cousin went missing. And then you were like, let me get on the back of that Harley. Yeah, I would. There, some red flags would be raised. But, like, we're all sucker for a good leather daddy. You know what I mean?
1: You can't keep that in. <laughs>
0: We all love a good leather daddy. So, (laughs) um, he killed several more transients before he moved to Redondo Beach in 1967 with his lover, David Hill.
1: David. David.
0: David. Their relationship became rocky, and they began to argue more often like any good couple does. I'm just kidding. Arguing is not a sign of a healthy relationship. So, uh, after they would argue, Kearney would go on long drives in his VW Beetle, same, and um, his primary victims were hitchhikers or young men from that he picked up at gay bars. So, he was a necrophile, which means he preferred it cold and lifeless. Now, I just want to say, poor David, how would you feel if your significant other preferred a dead body? I'm not here to kink shame, but... Okay, fair. it's fair. Okay, so I, okay, normally I would say I'm not here to kink shame, but yeah, okay, necrophilia might
1: be on this sh- list of shameful kinks.
0: If you only want to do dead people, I'm gonna say that's a weird one. Yeah, poor, poor, poor person. Poor playing. David. Yeah, poor David. Poor one out for David. Um, let's so take a, let's take
1: another drink for let's David. Let's take a sip
0: for. Oh God. So, um, Carney was only 5'5". Five five. So, he wasn't a very large man. He was a very slight Wait, guy. Wait, he was 5'5"? Five five? Yeah, he was 5'5". Five five. So, he was a little one. He was a little daddy. Mm. He was... He a was... A baby daddy. A daddy, daddy junior. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he was a baby. He was a daddy in training. So, he I'm wanted to realize, grow up.
1: I think we've said the word daddy too many times. To Take a shot every time we say the word daddy. And let me know if
0: you live... Okay, so start the podcast over. And... And that was the end of Katie's drink. There'll be more, don't worry. So, start the podcast over, and every time we say daddy, take a drink. So, daddy, 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 daddy. daddy? No, (laughs) (laughs) you're already drunk. All right, so um, he he preferred to target men who were larger than him. I mean, same girl. Same. I want want a big strapping guy that can throw me around. Thick thick with threes. Throw you around. Taylor, yes. I'm gonna be honest. This podcast has gotten it's taken a turn. I'm It's taken a real. turn. Yeah, no, you don't want like you know somebody that can you know pick you up and you're you're gay, so <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Katie, you don't want a man to just pick you up. And i be down. Be thank you. Thank I'm you. I'm not against it. Okay, so I mean, my husband's six four. He's not a tiny man. Um. He's probably going to want me to cut that out. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> there's probably a lot in this you're going to have to Probably. So, uh, because he was small and chose larger victims, he had to subdue them in ways that he knew wouldn't fail or result in him getting the shit kicked out of him. So, he was kind of like, you only got one shot, do not miss your chance to blow, because opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Yo? <laughs> yo. That's the next line. Opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Wait, I might have made the yo up. <laughs> Katie has no idea what she's talking about. So, in 1967, while he was living in Culver City, Carney and Hill were visiting a friend named George, and it was a friend of Hill's, uh, or David, in Tijuana. So, they were in Tijuana visiting a friend named George. And Carney decided that to return George's hospitality, he was going to shoot him in, be- in between the eyes while he slept. It's an odd... odd yeah um, choice that's not really southern hospitality so can't relate <laughs> so kind of um, can <laughs> so carney then took the body into the bathroom where he dumped the body in the bathtub and you know proceeded to have his way with it then he dismembered it and skinned it with an exacto knife an exacto knife so exacto if you're listening and you want to sponsor us Ooh, um. Wow. A, yes. That. We're we're down for a sponsor by X Acto
1: Not broken an X Acto knife. Um didn't even know what one was until I had to take a scenery and lighting class in college and a what class? Scenery and lighting. Sc- I went oh, for okay. musical theater because I like to be poor. Right. But um so, my teacher told everyone to bring a knife. Katie an just wanted to be
0: a disappointment to her parents.
1: Yeah, and I'm, uh, guys, I'm <laughs> she doing is a good knocking job. it out of the I park. I am doing an absurd, like, absurdly good <laughs> Mom, job. Dad, I'm doing a podcast. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, talking about gay killers, I make my parents proud. But anyway, my teacher told everyone to bring an exacto knife, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, we'll have one. And, like, I didn't want to be like, what the fuck is an exacto knife? Um. So, the next, like, day in class, and I. Also, didn't lo- think I could Google it. I just in my brain didn't know what it was. Like, fuck, oh well, fuck it. Katie was yeah. like, I,
0: I'm just gonna have to live my <laughs> life not knowing what an exacto knife come. is.
1: This one is a loss. Um, and yeah, so I learned an exacto knife was. And that is the moral to this story. And, and I'm impressed that he
0: skinned a human with an exacto he knife. He skinned a human with an exacto knife. So, exacto, sponsor us. Also, take a shot every time I said exacto. <laughs> so, um, Carney removed the bullet from George's head. So that it couldn't be traced when, um, back to him. Which I think is just smart murdering. Sit down. You have to wait until, Katie, you have to wait until it's your turn to get more drink. Sit down. Okay. So, um, it's a fair rule. And then he buried the body behind the garage.
1: That's not smart murdering.
0: No. So Sometimes
1: murderers get on my nerves because they're so bad at it.
0: Why don't you tell them how to do it? Uh, I, I, I don't bury it. him behind the garage. No. Pro tip. So after he killed George, he didn't kill again for a year after that. And Carney, during this time, Carney was able to um, refine his technique. So he was able to murder with just a little more panache, grace, and efficiency. So he really, really practiced it. And starting in 1974, he killed once a month because practice makes perfect. I and love that like commitment right? stability to your work. Right. He was really committed to his art. And I love that for him. Right. As
1: an artist, sometimes it can be hard to keep that
0: inspiration flowing. But he never lacked for inspiration. That's really inspiring, honestly. (laughs) He is such an inspiration to us. So, he would either pick them up as hitchhikers or at gay bars, and he would get them in his car. So, while they were riding in his passenger seat, he would hold the steering wheel with his left hand, and he would shoot them. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, my God, Katie. He. (laughs) Katie thought that I was going to say he would give a hand job with his right hand, but I'm sure they would obviously prefer the hand job. Instead, they got shot in the head. What ifs. So he would shoot them uh, right above their ear in the temple. And he would monitor his speed so as not to alert potential witnesses to any kind of altercation or wrongdoing. I've got questions. I don't have answers. So I don't know. I when may you're have driving answers. Driving and you mm-hmm. shoot
1: someone in the head. Is that what you said? Yeah, in the temple. In the temple. Does the bullet go through the head? But the blood comes out of the head. How does no one notice? Did the window get shot out because the bullet went through? Him and then maybe sh- he the had window. the window roll down.
0: Ooh. Maybe he was like, "Let's roll down the window and listen to the." The sounds of the breeze fall the flowing through. The sounds of the breeze. <laughs> 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 anyway,
1: um, the, how did nobody notice? Like someone driving behind, you know, just like living well, I mean their life like and then blood shoots out. I pro- have questions.
0: He probably like drove on a secluded road. That's fair. Anyway, so once they were dead, and just you know, slumped over in his passenger seat, he would drive to, like I said, a secluded area, where he would have sex with the bodies. Before dismembering and disposing of their bodies, he would dismember them with a hacksaw. So he graduated from a um, exacto knife. Remember, I said he was able to perfect his um, his technique. But if technique. he didn't kill for a year, how was he perfecting his technique? I don't know, Katie. Don't ask me questions. Okay, research. Google was not a Google thing. Google <laughs> was so a thing in this. And I just feel like the library did not hold a section for murderers. I don't know. Maybe he just went to the hardware store. Levi says that there are sections in the library that have murders in them, so we'll see. We'll go to the Ah, library. Field research. Field research. So, yeah, he would dismember them with a hacksaw and put them in industrial trash bags before disposing of them in canyons, landfills, and along the highway. And sometimes he would dispose of them in the desert so that animals would eat the remains. Smart. Smort, smort. Sometimes he would drain the blood from the body to reduce the smell. And sometimes he would bathe the body parts to eliminate dried blood and fingerprints. Ew. Definitely ew. Sometimes Carney would beat his victims after they were dead, saying that it was cathartic. And a way to vent his suppressed anger. You know, he could have just, like, taken up kickboxing. He could have just taken up kickboxing. But it was a way to vent his uh, suppressed anger and feel powerful. Again, I feel like kickboxing could have really done the trick. I feel like kickboxing probably would work. Like, you
1: know, you get all that minus murdering.
0: Minus murdering. So oftentimes his victims resembled those who had bullied him in high school. So if you bully people, stop. That's really
1: the moral to this episode is bullies get murdered. Bullies
0: get murdered. Have you seen Heathers? That's true. Oh, that's your homework, listeners. Go watch Heathers. It's a good movie.
1: And then listen to the Broadway music or the off-Broadway musical um, soundtrack of Heathers. Yeah. I would sing it for you, but I just don't think you
0: guys are ready for that. So, his youngest victim was Ronald Smith, and he was
1: five. I've got no jokes to make about
0: that. No. Yeah. Um, In June of 1976, Carney killed 13-year-old Michael McGee, and Michael had a history of juvenile delinquency and was hitchhiking when Carney picked him up. Carney claimed that he shot McGee because he saw him as a threat after McGee boasted of his crimes and asked about burglar alarms in Carney's home. So that's probably a red flag, Wait, but probably so not. Carney was
1: like, "Nah, I'm the lawbreaker in this town." So when the thirteen-year-old stole some fucking mints from the store, he was like, oh, "Gotta kill him."
0: No, he asked about burglar alarms in Carney's home, so he was obviously going to rob Carney. So it
1: was like a, it was like a battle
0: it was cuz carney didn't want to be robbed and so he was like I'll well, just kill him but didn't you just say I'm confused what are you confused about repeat your entire statement so carney claimed that he shot mcgee because carney saw mcgee as a threat as a threat a after human after after oh, McGee, I took that as, like, <laughs> threatening his. <laughs> There's only room for one of us in this town, cowboy. That is fully how I took it. Cowboy daddy. <laughs> so he went from leather daddy to cowboy daddy. Oh, yeah,
1: fully, that's how I took it. I was like, <laughs> cowboy daddy wants to be number one in these
0: parts. Oh, my God. No. So, <laughs> so that is not the way it no. was to be taken. Okay. <laughs> Anyway. So, <laughs> McGee asked about burglar alarms in Carney's home, and Carney was like, oh, fuck, no, you don't. And so he that killed What does that him? say about me that my first thought was like, oh, only room for one fucking criminal here? It I'm says that you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I am a little drunk. Okay, you're a lot of drunk. I'm not. So, c- sure. So, Carney told detectives that he disposed of the body, and you aren't going to find him. So, Merle Chance, who was eight, was his last known victim. He vanished while riding his bike near where Carney worked, and Carney said he smothered the boy, took his body home overnight, and then disposed of his remains in the Angeles National Forest, which is so sad. Yeah, no jokes. Not a fun story. You no. Know. Were you expecting this to be a fun story? I mean, because I, <laughs> I feel like I must have mis- misled you if that's what you were expecting. I thought your story last time was pretty fun. Oh. Oh, okay. About demon
1: possession and flames. Flames. And crushing human skulls.
0: Katie's weird. Um, so, even though Chance was his last known victim, it was actually his next to last victim that would be his downfall. John LeMay, which you know he's gay with a last name like LeMay, because that is a sparkly fucking fabric. Do you not know what LeMay is? You were a theater major, and you don't know what fucking LeMay is. Did
1: I, did I mention I dropped out?
0: <sighs> anyway, so John LeMay was 17, and he told his neighbor that he was going to Redondo Beach to um, meet, and I guess I'm an idiot, and I accidentally spelled meet, M-E-A-T, and then I corrected it. Do you want to hear a funny
1: story? I'm going to tell it. Yeah. So, um, I'm actually... Mm-hmm. And I like I do typos like a motherfucker. Like she do
0: typos like, like a, a motherfucker.
1: motherfucker. It's intense. Like luckily, my friends who like I text a lot just like learn to like, <laughs> like what's the word? We um, just deal with they it. Just like
0: overlook it, accept uh, it,
1: decipher it. They can just decipher, decipher all the typos. Um, but when I was in college in that same stupid fucking um scenery and lighting class. Um, my teacher, we had to, like, write a paper on, like, a museum here and, like, the lighting there, whatever. Um, And, like, again, I'm stupid, and I misspelled. Um, I put meet instead of met. Like, I put M-E-E-T, met, but I meant met. But, like, it was one typo. And my teacher literally wrote, Katie, does your computer not know how to spell this word, or are you just uneducated?
0: <sighs> oh!
1: Hey, that same teacher oh, wait, also wait, asked on. me, Thank you. I'm taking credit because that was me. That was not um, me. Yeah. Uh, he also the same teacher asked me if I understood how art worked, Ooh. which is fair because I don't. <laughs> like, no, sir, we, I don't. We were shading <laughs> spheres, like drawing, and I cannot draw. Um, and like everyone was shading, and like he didn't explain it, and everyone just fucking knew. And I was like, How do you bitches all know how to shade Yeah, <laughs> you bitches sphere? be shading. Like,
0: Y'all some shady b-? bitches.
1: I'm shading a different way, like that's not the way. And um, so yeah, my teacher walked up to me and he was like, "Katie, do you not understand what how art works?" And I was like,
0: "No, sir." I was like, "Look at me. Do I <laughs> do I look like do I, I do underst- I look like an artist?"
1: It, no. Anyway, it's enough about that trauma.
0: Anyway, so yeah, he went to um, meet M E A T a guy named David. Who knows? He may have wanted to, you know, pound it. So, um, yeah, David, remember, is Carney's lover, and John LeMay said that he met David at the at the gym. David wasn't home when LeMay got there, so Carney invited him in to watch television. Just brought him in to watch the telly. A little bit of telly. What were they watching? I, I don't know. Um, Carney then shot LeMay in the back of the head, dismembered him, and dumped the remains in the desert. Because that's what you do to a house guest. Could you imagine? Do you not? Mm mm. I've had some shitty house guests. So, could you imagine being David and just coming home and being like, hey, where's my friend LeMay? And Carney being like, I don't know. It's
1: fucking weird. I, don't um, know. I did just like kill someone and drop off a body, but I don't think it was him.
0: I don't know. IDK fam. IDK, my BFF chill. Wait, am I supposed to get that reference? It was like an old phone commercial. Anyway. So, the police the police had actually been to Carney's house before he killed LeMay regarding Chance's little 8-year-old's murder. The police soon realized that LeMay had visited Carney and Hill, and so they fled to El Paso, Texas. They were like, fuck, they're on our heels, let's go. So, the families convinced them to turn themselves in, and they did. And David was cleared and released. And Carney made a deal pleading guilty to avoid the death penalty, and he was sentenced to 21 life sentences.
1: That is a couple years.
0: That is a couple of years. So he is currently incarcerated. Oh, so he's still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. At, well, as of like 24. What's his name again? Hang Not on. that I haven't been listening. Not that you have. She's been busy texting Levi and this, that, and the other. It's Patrick Carney. So we'll look him up.
1: I don't know how to. <laughs> Let's go, here we go, one more time. Everybody's feeling fine. Here we go, yes, 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 yes here we go. In go. has got, got the flow. Wave your hands to mommy. <laughs> here we go, now, yes, yes, here we go. In sync has got, got the flow. You're gonna have such a fun time editing all this out. Okay, he's still alive. I couldn't figure out how to spell Patrick, so I couldn't.
0: You can't spell Patrick. No, I can when I'm haven't had this much alcohol. Okay, yeah, he is still alive. I spelled he Patrick seventy nine.
1: <laughs> Patrick Car Car. Okay, Carney. Okay, I'm
0: trying to Google him because I'm interested. All right. So tell uh. me about your LGBT murderer. I'm
1: not ready. <clears throat> I'm still g- googling Patrick
0: Carney. You're gonna have such a fun time cutting
1: all this stuff out cause like Jesus Christ. So sorry. I think we learned next time I should do wine again.
0: Yeah. Katie's a little too drunk. Tell us about your LGBT murderer, Katie. So we
1: are labeling it LGBT murderers. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I went for our lesbian serial killer queen, Eileen Warnes. Ooh, woo Um, there is a movie. All made hail. <laughs> <laughs> hate that for us. Um, there is a. I mean, you might have seen the the famous movie uh, about her. Um, called Monster. It's starring Charlize Theron. Can we talk for just name. a second about, about how hot, fucking Theron hot is. Charlize Theron and hot we both went is? <laughs> yeah, we can. Let's do she, it. She,
0: um, is not as cute in that movie. Well, that is also fair. Um, she's not. But, but also, I super respect her as an artist for being willing to look that, that busted. Bad. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that busted. Like the confidence level she must have as a person to be like, yeah, make me fucking busted bitches, like and then like, let millions of people
0: look at her. But it. also, Christina Ricci wasn't that cute in that movie either, Christina Ritchie she is.
1: Christina Ricci is my fucking queen, and I have her face literally touching on my legs, so okay. let watch it.
0: Well, I said she wasn't that cute in that movie, and she is hot. I support her at all times. I love Christina Ricci. I am here for that. Like, her face is on me till I die. Till you die, or get it removed. Whichever comes first. Okay,
1: that's fair. So, Eileen Warnos was um, a serial killer who seven men in Florida between 1989 and 1990 by shooting them at point-blank range. Damn. Yeah, like... She wasn't fucking around. No, she wasn't. She was like, you're dying.
0: Bye. Um, she wasn't here for the thrill of the chase. <clears throat> but she also,
1: she claimed that all of her murders were self-defense mm. because she was working as a prostitute, so uh, she claimed... A sex worker. Okay. She was working as a sex worker. Wikipedia wrote it as prostitute. Okay, well, So as I Wikipedia. sit here and read the exact
0: wording the <laughs> article to you okay so
1: i Wic- say what it says
0: fuck wikipedia she was working as a sex worker okay she was working as a sex worker
1: um and so these she claimed that all of her victims had either raped or attempted to rape her so it was just self-defense and right. not a homicide right um but she still was convicted for six of those murders um spoiler alert oh, damn. um so yeah eileen Warno in Troy, Michigan on February 29th, 1956. <gasps> She's a Pisces. Oh, God. I'm a Pisces. Whoa. Anyway. Uh-oh. Love that
0: for us. By
1: age 11. See,
0: Eileen... Katie, I swear to God, is not keeping her microphone straight. She is just swirling it around <laughs> like a goddamn disco ball. So, Eileen never met
1: her father, and her mother was very dysfunctional. Mm. Um, Her name was Diane. And um, she abandoned all of her children when Warno specifically was four years old and they lived with their grandparents. And her father, she never met. He was, like, in and out of prison, and he ended up uh, killing himself in oh. prison. Hmm. So, she didn't have a stable upbringing. I would say um, not. And by age 11, she had began engaging in sexual activities in school in exchange for cigarettes, drugs, and food. Does it say um, how old she was? 11. <gasps> Remember when I said by age eleven?
0: Nope. Oh, forgot that. <laughs> and I'm not the drunk one.
1: Um, Damn. also <laughs> there's like only
0: room in this town for one of us, cowboy.
1: <laughs> Katie Just and call I me have the cowboy daddy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Katie and I have the memories of
1: goldfish. Apparently, yeah. And I'm drinking. You haven't, uh, you know. um. She also admitted, this is gross, um, to engaging in sexual activities with her brother. Mm.
0: Mm. So, <laughs> I mean, little, uh, I little Game of Thrones action going on there. That's disgusting. Yeah. Okay, so look. Also,
1: can we just, like, I would like to make some social commentary, because I feel like I'm the one to do that in this state. I love how we just spent the last 20 minutes saying, yes, daddy, but yeah. we're like, sleeping with a brother, the monster, out there. she, I mean, I fully understand that daddies are not real. Anyway, cut all this out, but I'm just, like, talking. I'm not cutting any of this out. Okay, great.
0: So uh, it's just a fair point that I'm making. Listen, anyway. look, I know we say a lot on this podcast that we're not here to kink shame, but um, yeah, that's a kink I can shame. That's a kink I'm going to shame. If yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. fuck your brother, I'm going to call that the line. Yeah. And we're from
1: Alabama. So and
0: like we're from. <laughs> Al- yeah. <laughs> just saying <laughs> like, yeah, so if we're from Alabama. So we are the authority on which kinks are acceptable and which ones aren't. And fucking your brother is definitely on that's the unacceptable that's side. too far. So is fucking a dead body.
1: Yeah, um, Warnos also said that her um, alcoholic grandfather had sexually assaulted her and beaten her when she was a child. God! Um, and before beating her, he would force her to strip out of her clothes. Fuck! So, yeah, she definitely wasn't given a
0: stable home life. That girl was not given a chance. I, like, she really
1: wasn't. Like, from day one, she was not on her side. God. Um, and it, in 1970, at age 13, she became pregnant having been raped by an accomplice of her grandfather.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: Um, And then she gave birth to the boy at a home for unwed mothers, and the child was placed up for adoption. And only a few months after her son was born, when she was 13, she dropped out of school. Um, Can you
0: imagine being 13?
1: Like, 13, having gone through all that, having a child... An ac- like a friend of your grandfather, and then yeah, God. that's insane. And then also a-
0: fuck Alabama for their new abortion law. Continue anyway. Um,
1: and at the same time, her grandmother was dying of liver failure. Ugh. So when Warnos was fifteen, um, her grandfather threw her out of the house. And she became supporting herself through sex work. And she lived in the woods near her, like, childhood home. Oh, God. Yeah. And then on May 27th, 1974, when she was 18, she got arrested in Colorado for driving under the influence, disorderly conduct, and firing a 22 caliber pistol from a
0: moving vehicle. Damn. Yeah. Um, was she just like yee-haw firing a pistol? I like, mean, psh, katie has no idea because she did not do any research. That's fair and true.
1: Um, <laughs> and then she was later charged with failure to appear in court. So, hold on, I'm scrolling on my notes notes that she copied and pasted. Why are we? I thought that we. This is a safe zone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry. This is Can a judge genius. free zone. In
1: 1976, Warno's hitchhiked to Florida where she met Where was she originally from? Uh well now I have to scroll back oh up. Oh god. <laughs> Wait, let me tell you. I'm going back to my saved Wikipedia tab. I'm pretty sure it's Troy, Michigan, but like I'm not here to state things that aren't true. That's not true. I'm fully here to state things that are probably not true.
0: Troy, Michigan. Yeah, I'm a fucking genius. Boy. Um, okay, so she hitchhiked from Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me tell you. Oh, tell my me, fat ass would
1: never be hitchhiking from Michigan to Florida. What I don't want to hitchhike to like. What the does your next neighbor have to
0: do with hitchhiking? I feel like a lot. Yeah, okay,
1: to hitchhike from Michigan to Florida. Okay, okay, my lazy ass. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm just saying, like you're just hitching a ride. You're not walking. You're walking some of it. Okay, that's fair. And that is too much. Okay. Um, a- as we stated earlier, I don't even want to walk to the, the mailbox, mailbox, much yeah. less to Florida. Nope. Most and I'm in Alabama, yeah, <laughs> so I we're already it. almost there.
1: Yeah, right. This is f- yeah, fuck that. Um, but she hitchhiked to Florida, where she met 69,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Al- <your> old Al- <laughs> yacht club president. Oh, um, my God, he ooh. was the president of the Yonk yeah. Oh, my God, he was. His name was Louis Fell. Louis was um, a
1: rich one. They married quickly, and the announcement of their nuptials was printed in the local newspaper's society papers. Okay,
0: so as previously stated on how um not cute Charlie Theron was in that movie, I feel like when you get married that quickly... She was like a child. Um, oh, she was like eighteen, and he was sixty-nine. Oh, so I, I forgot that she was eighteen. The
1: marriage was not okay morally. Okay, sound. I forgot that
0: she was like eighteen at the time. Yeah, um, continue.
1: Yeah, and let's just say like they didn't have like a beautiful marriage. It was abusive. She hit, fell with his own cane leading him to gain a restraining order against her within weeks of their marriage. Um, And so then she returned to Michigan, and she was arrested in... Did she hitchhike back to Michigan? Taylor, I don't have all of the answers. Okay, so I just... I have virtually no answers. I just
0: Googled a picture of her and, and Lewis, and she was like... Okay.
1: I mean, he's no ten either. No. Like also she was a ten no
0: Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa is a is a twelve out of ten. Jason Momoa is the hottest fucking thing I've ever seen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. There was this
1: guy at our job that looks just like Jason Momoa Fuck. and he would come in shirtless and it oh, felt yeah. like a personal attack. Oh my god, I remember that guy. Anyway, enough about that. Sandy <laughs> One time, one of our coworkers, literally, like, she had never met him before. We were all, like, accustomed to his hotness. Yeah. We um, were
0: used to him coming in we shirtless. We would, like, see
1: him in the camera, and everyone would be like, oh, my God, just when I was here. And then all of our bitch asses would run to the camera and just, like, <laughs> look at him. And then, so, one day, this girl who, like, was newer and hadn't met him, he comes to the drive-thru shirtless, and she looks out the window and just goes, oh, my God, you don't have a shirt on.
0: An <laughs> eloquent that. Uneloquent. <laughs> An elephant. An elephant. An eloquent one, that girl. It was so bad.
1: Um, anyway, on July 4th, 1976, she was arrested in Michigan and charged with assault and disturbing of the people. For throwing a cue ball at a bartender's head. <laughs> We've all been there. Um, <laughs> and then, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah, she had a few problems with the law prior to I serial hadn't killing. Picked up on that. Well, you know, we're not all as bright as I am. Um, Warnos and Felvin then annulled their marriage.
0: We didn't all not do a liquor research like Katie. I feel attacked. <laughs> Anyway, so um, she annulled her they marriage. They annulled her marriage on July 21st. 69-year-old man. After only nine weeks.
1: Oh. So, like, psh, damn. damn. It's okay. She did better than Brittany. <gasps> um, <laughs> <so> <laughs> in, in August 1976, she was given a $105 fine for drunk driving couldn't tell it was in the 70s because that was a low say. fine <laughs> that's um, a low one but she used the money that she inherited from her dead brother to um pay the fine and then spent the rest within two months oh shit so like
0: i mean mood. can relate yeah like <laughs> fully would do the same um so like nobody it would be like um dumb and dumber where they spend all that money on I've like never stupid dumb all right we're gonna stop the podcast here and we're gonna watch dumb and dumber so on May 20th,
1: 1981, she was arrested again in Florida for the armed robbery of a convenience store where she stole $35, and this part I relate to, and three packs of cigarettes. <laughs> what kind um, of cigarettes? It doesn't say, but
0: Damn.
1: as long as it wasn't menthols, I feel her. Um, she was then sentenced to prison on
0: May 4th, 1982, and for was released. For $35?
1: And two pack or
0: three pack and of cigarettes. Three packs. <laughs> well, it was the cigarettes, that tip yeah, the tipped over edge. Yeah, I
1: mean those things are expensive. You're not wrong. Um, but this
0: was the 70s. It was probably like a quarter. Oh, I wish. Um, but she was sentenced to prison on May 4th,
1: 1982, and was released on June 30th, 1983. And then very shortly after she got out on May 1st, 1984, she was arrested for attempting to pass forged check at a bank in Florida. Mm. Like she just, I feel like she thrived in prison. She just needed money. Cause like she. Well, oh, that too! I love how I was like, "That was her place, man." That was a uh, um, she, she, she just felt it home. She felt it um, home yeah. in prison. Um, and then on November thirtieth, nineteen eighty-five, she was named as a suspect in the theft of a revolver in the study with Colonel kind of Mustard. Oh my God! <laughs> um, no, with a revolver and ammunition. Um, also in Florida, and then on January fourth, nineteen eighty six, she just like liked getting in trouble. Well, yeah. Um, in nineteen eighty four, she was arrested for attempting to. Pa- I already said that. Um, in nineteen eighty six, she was arrested in Miami and charged with car theft, resisting arrest, and obstruction of justice. Damn. For providing identification bearing her aunt's name. Um, oh. They also found a thirty eight caliber revolver and a box of ammunition in her stolen car. Stolen car. car. Her Stoler car stolen car. I'm just saying, she was a bad bitch. Like, I know that's not the moral we're getting, but, like, that's the moral I got. Um. So, then, on June 2nd, 1986, deputy sheriffs detained Warnos for questioning after a male companion accused her of pulling a gun in his car and demanding $200. Honestly, moot. Like, get on mm. with that self. Like, I support it. Um. Warnos was found to be carrying a spare ammunition and- police discovered a 22 pistol under the passenger seat. She meant business. Yeah, she was ready. Nobody was fucking with her. And then Eileen found love. Um again, at, it was a ho- she was a hotel maid at the Daytona Beach gay bar. Wait. Um
0: Eileen was the maid or her n- lover was her,
1: lover was, her, lover, her was lover was the maid. Her lover was the, the maid. maid. Um they moved in together probably only after a week got a U-Haul, you know. I was literally about to do. say U-Haul lesbians. Yeah. They got a cheese platter and some wine, and it was a great time. Um, they moved in together, and Warnos supported them with her earnings as a sex worker. Mm, mm-hmm. But on July fourth, God bless America, um, Daytona Beach, <laughs> <laughs> <Rotat>. <laughs> um, detained Warnos and Moore, who was her lover, at a bar for questioning regarding an incident in which they were accused of assault and battery with a beer bottle.
0: Mm. Just typical. I don't fight. I don't gay bar argue. Shit. I just beat that bitch with a bottle. Like, I'm joking, but, like, that's just typical gay bar <laughs> shit.
1: Like, for real. Um, I've seen a few fights with beer bottles. Um, that's how you get it done. Hashtag don't go to the quest. Um, on March 12, nineteen eighty. quest if you want to
0: sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to.
1: Warnos accused a Daytona Beach bus driver of assault. She claimed that he pushed her off of the bus following a confrontation. Moore was listed as a witness to the incident's and um, that's like not. We haven't even talked about her um eight murders. Yet. Oh no, um, or er, seven murders, one attempted. Um, oh, <laughs> but Casu- just a casual attempt. So her murders included Richard Mallory, um, who she was that was more, um, Morris's first victim, and she was, um, he was a convicted rapist whom she claimed to have killed in self-defense, which you know, honestly, I support her, but whatever. But she shot him several times. Two of the bullets were left in his lung. And they mm. were found to be the cause of death. And then her second murder was David Spears. He was 43 a construction worker in Florida. And on June 1st, 1990, his naked body was found along the Florida State Road 19. Mm. And he had been shot six times. Damn. Um, she was like, I need to make sure he is dead dead. Yeah, she had, she had some anger. Um, and then her first third murder. His name was Charles. And, you know, I'm not going to try to say his last name because I'm here for a good time. Not What's his
0: last name? Wait, hold on. Karskadon. I was going to ca- say Karskaktadon. <laughs> you added a lot of extra letters in that one. No, I she didn't. Karskaktadon.
1: I might have added a G. You're right.
0: Karskaskadukabookalooku. Yeah. He was a
1: part-time rodeo worker.
0: Oh, Mhm. Yeah.
1: And he was shot 9 times. Oh. So yeah, you know. little lady. We're moving on up. And then Peter Peter he was 65, a retired merchant who devoted much of his time to a Christian outreach <gasps> ministry. Now, oh. let's raise our hands if we're shocked the Christian wasn't morally sound. No one raised their hand. Um so then he was found in orange springs florida um but moore and warnos were seen abandoning the car that his body was found in um and also warnos loved her palm print so oh. on the interior oh, of the door well. handle <laughs> um but
0: like oops that's just um, circumstantial yeah
1: and then there was the fifth murder his name was troy bolton it's not true sure it was troy bur burris bur- 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 burris Anyway, his dad was really mad at him that he wanted to join the musical, but he wasn't focused enough on the basketball tournament, so he hired Eileen to kill him. That's not true. What?
0: Have you never seen High School Musical? No. Oh my ah. god, Troy Bolton. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god, I saw High School Musical like... I saw it like last week. Oh my god. <laughs> there's a, there's that generational you gap. confused? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I generation- was confused as fuck. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, that sounds like some lifetime shit right there. Yeah. What,
1: Disney Channel, but yes.
0: Yeah, no, I think I saw High School Musical one time, and it was the night it came out, and I was like 18.
1: 2006? I, I was in 18. second grade.
0: No, I was, in 2006, I was 17 or 18.
1: I was in second grade, and...
0: Holy I fuck. It was a okay. Sunday,
1: Um and I had a bedtime... um. On Sundays because <laughs> it was a school night. But I, I was so committed to watching High School Musical. So my mom let me stay up. But I also didn't have a TV. My sister had a TV, though. So, like, my older sister, who was just too damn cool for me, shout out Emma. Um, I, like, made her let me, like, stay in there and watch High School Musical. And I'm just saying, I don't think I've been the same since.
0: So the night that High School Musical premiered, my um, best friend Ashley, what up, Ashley? Actually came over to my house to watch High School Musical.
1: I had a viewing party for the second one. I oh had a girl up the street. You add a girl up the street. Listen, um, how much rum mom, have you had? I don't know.
0: Her mom. Um, Too made much us, is the answer. Her mom
1: made us all sorts of like goodie bags, like High School Musical themed. I Stop came. It. I came
0: in a nightgown with uh, Zach Efron's face on it. I mean, yeah. Look, Zach Efron. Can we talk about how fucking hot he is?
1: Honestly, I was more into him. In High School Musical,
0: really? He's too big now. God, he is. Looks like something a gay guy cooked up in a lab.
1: I mean, I'm not. I'm not mad at
0: it. I haven't seen <sighs> the awkward moment.
1: Okay, I take it back. I've seen him <laughs> in Baywatch. Lo- I've seen I him still in Baywatch.
0: Have you seen that meme where it's like Zac Efron went from "I'll have your daughter home at eight, to "Even your wife calls me daddy"? No, but I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I get I it. Get it? <laughs>
1: I also, we said "daddy" again, so drink. Um, but. Anyway, enough about Troy Bolton. Um, But the real Troy that she killed um, was 50 years old, and he was a sausage salesman in Ocala. Oh, um, he Ocala was selling is that sausage. Calling. All my emo kids will know that. Probably Please not as hot as Zac Efron. Anyway. On July 31st, 1990, <laughs> he was reported missing. And on August 4th, 1990... Um, His body was found in a wooded area along State Road 19. Isn't that the second twice. one that was
0: found along County Road 19? Don't yell at me. I'm not yelling at you. You're I'm just yet, saying. She like clearly
1: had a spot.
0: She had um, a spot. But that
1: was in Citrus County, and this one was in Marion County. Oh, Citrus and County. And then the next one, his name was Charles Dick Humphreys. <laughs> Charles um, what? Dick Humphreys. And he was 56 years old, and on September 11th, 1990... September 11th, never forget. This was before then, but yes. He is a retired, or er, he was, a retired U.S. Air Force major. Um, He was also a former state child abuse investigator and a former chief of police. Hmm. On September 12th, 1990, his body was found in Marion County as well. Also, if I'm saying that wrong, please nobody at me. Um... He was fully clothed and had been shot six times in the head and torso. Damn. So yikes. Um and then her last victim was um Walter Antonio. He was sixty two, a trucker, security guard, and um police reservist. And you might say, What is that? And I would say I, was I don't fucking get no. that. Oh. Yeah, I don't do you think I Googled that? No. no. I they can Google it. Google's a thing. Um on November 19th, 1990, Antonio, nearly naked, um, he was found near a remote, Mm -hmm. I forgot how to say road for a minute, remote road in Dixie County. Um, He had been shot four times, and five days later, his car was found. Mm. Um, Here's the sitch. Um, Eileen was not worried about getting caught, honestly. Clearly not. She left her fingerprints everywhere, because she um, maintained the fact that it was self-defense. But then in July 1990, Warnos and her lover, Moore, um, they had abandoned um, Sim's car, which was her fourth murder, after they were involved in an accident. Um, Witnesses who had seen the women driving during the um, car accident provided police with their names and descriptions, resulting in a media campaign to locate them. So, like, you done been caught, bitches. Um, So, police found some of the victims' belongings in pawn shops. And then receive mm. fingerprints. Which honestly, I never would have thought to like sell my victim stuff at pawn shops.
0: You never thought about selling your victim stuff at pawn shops? My hypothetical victims. Mm. Mm. Um
1: anyway. <laughs> and they were found matching the victim's car so then Warnos had you know quite the criminal record as we went over quite quite it. so her fingerprints were on file oh yeah <laughs> um, big time so then she was found at a bar and arrested naturally um and she was arrested without outstanding warrants because she had a lot of them, um, and that was in Florida, and then they located more the next day in Pennsylvania. Um, and she agreed to like sell out her homegirl Warnos in exchange for immunity.
0: Damn, um, damn, yeah, that's not um, true love. Sh- nope. apparently lesbians are flaky. Um, speaking of lesbians. Being Bye. flaky, anyway. My pussy cat just came to say hello. What's new, no pussy cat? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Can jinx? Okay, let's see if I can get him to meow on the on the microphone. Jinx. <laughs> Got him. Okay, okay
1: go. go. Um, three days later, on January sixteenth, nineteen ninety-one, Warner was confessed to the murders. She claimed that the men had tried to rape her and she killed all of them. All of them. All of them in self defense. Which, and honestly, like I'm not mad at it. Like, she killed a bunch of men who, like, tried to rape her.
0: We need more lesbians to murder men. Men who are pieces of shit. Let's let's clarify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need lesbians to murder yeah, men yeah. who are pieces of shit. Yes, that is. Not one. just good men. Yes. So if you're a lesbian and you know a man that's a piece of shit. Kill oh em. my God, I am not advocating murder. We've got to oh, n- yeah, <laughs> not, not say that. that. <laughs> me neither.
1: <laughs> These I don't want to be jokes. the reason
0: that somebody, like, is some like lesbian goes rogue. <laughs>
1: I don't want to be the reason a lesbian goes to prison. No. I, yeah. Have you seen Orange is the New Black, though? Oh, no. I cannot let my parents listen to this episode.
0: Okay, so, shit. All right, so I did um, an Instagram for the podcast. If it's twisted on Instagram, follow us. And my mother-in-law follows We're us on now. Instagram? I am now. Great. Um, and so my mother-in-law started following me, and I'm like, fuck. She can't listen to this. So, I'm going to have to get Will to, like... I was about to, like, to go into
1: detail of my love for Orange is the New Black, but, like, I'm not gonna, because, you know... My parentals listen to this.
0: Your parents are going to listen to this podcast? So hopefully
1: not. Anyway, continue. Um. So, then, she was incarcerated at the Florida Department of
0: Corrections um,
1: on death row for women, you know. And then, in 2002, Warnes began accusing prison uh, matrons of tainting her food with dirt, saliva, and urine. Ew! Um... Yeah, that's fucking gross. She said she overheard um, conversation among prison personnel. They were quote trying to get me so pushed over the brink by them, I'd wind up committing suicide before the execution. Oh, and um, quote again, wishing to rape me before execution. Um, Damn. so yeah, I feel bad for her. Um, she did not have an easy life, but no. she um also complained about like how many strip searches she was like put through, um, tight handcuffs, door kicking, frequent window checks, low water pressure, mildew on her mattress, and um catcalling and just like good old hatred towards her um she threatened to boycott showers and food trays when certain officers were on duties um on duties (laughs) um on duty um but so she was like really trying her best to just like fuck the system all she was asking for was like you know humane treatment until her execution as much as an execution is humane Mm. Um and then in the weeks before her execution, Warnos gave a series of interviews where she depicted being taken away to meet God and Jesus and the angels and whatever is beyond the beyond. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then um in her final interview, she once again claimed that her mind was tortured by the um, prison, like mm. yeah, was, as a whole, and her head was being crushed by quote sonic pressure. Oh. Um and then allegedly like the food poisoning and the abuse worsened until the day she um was killed with lethal injection on October
0: 9th, 2002 at 9:47. So, you know. Okay, so I looked up because I was interested. It says that she declined her last meal, which could have been anything under $20. Under 20? That's a rule? I guess so. What would your death row meal be? Um my grandmother's beef stew and cornbread. Taylor, do you want to ask me what my last death row meal would be? Well, I'm looking at you, expecting you to answer. Hey, Katie. What? Hey, Katie, what would your uh, last meal death row, oh my your God. death row last meal be?
1: I'm so glad that you asked. Mm-hmm. Um, probably a number nine from Taco Bell with <laughs> some nacho fries. Damn. And no tomatoes. Nice. So, wait, I wasn't done talking about my death row food. Oh, I actually oh, don't okay. think it would be Taco Bell. Although Taco Bell is... Like, don't get me wrong. I fucking love Taco Bell. Um, oh yeah, my aunt's spaghetti. Yeah, my aunt's spaghetti and like fucking chicken nuggets.
0: Of course chicken nuggets. With like a bowl of ketchup. Ketchup? I love ketchup. You're so weird. Are you kidding?
1: Well, my aunt also loves ketchup. So like, she put it on everything when I was a kid. Like babysitting me. Um, shout out. This is the aunt that, um... You know, made oh my me God, lived in the haunted yeah, house. all the fucking ghost no, shit. No, yeah. no. Hey, um, no. but she would put ketchup on all of our food, and all the other cousins like hate ketchup now. But like, I low key would like, drink ketchup. Gross.
0: So um, Eileen's last words. Are you okay if I read this, or do you want to read it? Well, I don't have it, so okay, you so I have do it. it. Yeah. So Eileen's last words. Wait, I were- found it. Can I say it? Katie. Okay, you can say it. Listen. I'm the one that did this research. Um, It's right here on my Wikipedia page that okay, I Okay, it says, yes, I would just like to say I'm sailing with the rock and I'll be back. Like Independence Day with Jesus, June 6th, like the movie. Big mothership and all. I'll be back. I'll be back. I she's love uh, that
1: she repeated, I'll be back.
0: Right? I'll be back. I'll be back. Yeah, she sounds like she's. Had a hard life.
1: Yeah, I would say she did. It's interesting because your serial killer had a pretty, like, chill upbringing. Yeah. And then Eileen, come on, Eileen. She did not. Come on, Eileen.
0: Oh, I swear what he means at this moment. You mean everything. You in that dress. Oh, my thoughts, I confess. All the dirty. Oh,
1: come
0: on, Eileen nailed it. Thank you. All right. So, thank you for listening to episode 4 of If It's Twisted. How long have we been talking? Uh, an hour and 9 minutes. Uh, go us go us but i'll you know there's a lot to cut (laughs) out There's a lot to cut out there um so thank you for listening to episode four of if it's twisted follow us on instagram and be sure to like rate subscribe leave a comment leave a review tell us how awesome we are on all of the platforms and if there's anything that you want us to talk about please email me and
1: also if you um have any alcohol recommendations
0: yeah Um, because I'm going to try to switch it up each week. Katie's going to, yeah, Katie's going to do a different booze every week, apparently. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so if there's anything you want us to talk about, nothing's too twisted. Uh, email us at ifitstwistedpodcast at gmail dot com. We have an email. It's gonna turn into like a drunk true crime. This or is something. gonna be
1: Taylor saying facts and like actually giving information, <laughs> and Katie drunkenly
0: semi talking about a topic. Listen, as soon as I'm not taking Advan, I'm gonna fucking get turned.
1: I had lots of um dates. You did, and only because like last time, uh. I- I got here, and neither of us had any done any research, and I researched for, I would say,
0: uh, 10 minutes. Katie just looked at the wrist that has no watch on it.
1: And that's true. Um, but I was pretty confident, I was like, because I had, like, half a page, and I was like, I fucking killed this. Like, she ain't got nothing on me. And then you started talking, and you had so much information. Like, you had names and dates, and yeah. I had, it's in Alabama. Like, I had nothing.
0: Um, and so this time, I was really... Determined to give a few facts, so she copy and pasted Wikipedia into a Word document, and I added bullet points <laughs> to look like she had done something. <laughs> fully, what I did, <laughs>
1: like I fully copy and pasted it, and I was like, ah, oh, that sentence ends. Let me add another bullet point. <laughs> and then I fully just read from it. But I feel like my charm is that I know absolutely nothing.
0: We'll call it charm. Okay. All right. So we'll see you in episode five. Bye.